the Mets, meet the Mets, step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kiddies, bring your wife, guaranteed to have the time of your life because the Mets are really socking the ball. Over the home run, into the wall, east side, west side, everybody's coming down to meet the M-E-T-S Mets of New York Town, of New York Town. Meet the Mets! The Podcast Grew up in a house with a stepdad was a Nets fan. That's what it is. Ah, I couldn't make the connection. I'm like, how does he know all the words to that dumb, stupid, cheap New York Mets song? Even though it's been stuck in my head all day today because my Mets hat was hanging on my bedpost. And right before the show, I put it on. And that's why you sang that song. It's a beautiful hat. Don't like the team? Always love the uniform. I love the blue and orange and the... Uh... The hat's cool, man. It was always a cool-looking yeah. hat. Yeah, like, I can take, like, Doc Gooden, you know, like a legend. He was a Mets, a Met, during, you know, a, a really good part of his career, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm fine, wear, you know, wearing a Met hat. It's fine. I hate them. Right. But it's, but, you know, they're not Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Strawberry. They're not ISIS. Speaking I think Dykstra. ISIS, wasn't any Dykstra Met in his first... The dude, yeah, that's yeah. how we got him. We got him from the Mets. So he just... He just Secret. Incognito. Undercover. Yeah, right. You changed from never lose your zest to peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> peace and somehow, love? Somehow transferred. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64... And I think mine changed from the never lose your zest to oh look at your nice milk white thighs. <laughs> I put some lotion on them. <laughs> I got some cotton candies in my pocket, but my arthritis. Why don't you reach down and get them? No offense, but you're a seventeen-year-old man, and I don't need you here. Well, no offense to you, Meg, but you're a seventeen-year-old girl, and I don't need you here. Oh, oh rats. I don't know about you guys, but it feels like it's been one year, four months, two weeks, three days, four hours, 20 minutes, and 10 seconds since the last show. Yes. It just feels like a long time. Uh, welcome back from Germany, Michael Piscardi. Guys, this hey, is our first... Danke, Sheen. Danke. Hey. hey. First show since the one-year anniversary. This is kind of our one-year anniversary uh, program. Recap. Recap. We'll, uh... Extravaganza. Extraordinaire. Extravaganza. Hey, Biscardi, do they call it the Atlantic Ocean in Germany? I don't yeah, like, do we all call the oceans the same? I've always wondered Maybe, that. But I never got into that conversation with anybody. I saw now, that would have been a good topic for discussion. Is I tried a million times to say, hey, guys, why don't we do a show while I'm over there? But yeah, all the time What do they call it? I just thought about was, it. Yeah. I or the continents, too. It. Ten minutes ago, before the show, I was like, because you posted that picture of your plane flying, you know, from Germany over the Atlantic Ocean into New York. And I was like, I wonder if that we all, if the whole world refers to the four, you know, oceans, the same mm -hmm. name. <laughs> Who can give yeah, me the answer? Besides, so you know, Google. Uh, I, I believe so. I don't see why not. But that's a good question. Yeah. I saw Biscardi posted this great picture from Germany in a beer garden, and uh, everyone's drinking beer out of steins, and Biscardi has a nice glass of, like, wine, and I was like, yeah. going against the grain, you know? I Gotta really wasn't, yeah. I, I sampled a few brews, we were actually at a beer fest, excuse me, before Ooh. that, and at the Franconia Beer Fest in Nuremberg, oh. and um, I'm, not, I gotta be honest, I'm not big on German beer, I'm just not. Mm. One of the it's ones, heavy. the first one I had that day, yeah, it's, it's called sick. Whiskey Bach. <laughs> and uh, it tasted just like whiskey, 
with the head on it. Yeah. It was just a little too much to endure mm-hmm. for me personally. Yeah, that's healthy. I love the German yeah, language. Just, it's like uh, yeah, they always sound angry. Always. But, uh, it was a long three weeks. Yeah, had a nice fine. time. Was very glad to be home. I bet. I you were there for three weeks. I felt like it was longer, three but weeks. yeah, it makes sense. Three weeks. It's a long time. What's the flight like come, coming back? How long is the flight? I'll tell you, the flight back was bad, and it shouldn't Uh-oh. have been that bad. But um, we, I had to fly out of Munich, which was like three hours away from where I was in Bavaria, and fly at a connector in Heathrow, which was you know pretty easy. The, the London to Newark flight oh. was seven and a half hours, which could conceivably have been, I guess, five, five and a half, roughly. Yeah. flown to old London town. So yeah, I know that route well. I know that he Five to hours Newark should well. be done. But this was a seven and a half hour flight. I looked at the flight Float. path on the screen that they have. So we went all the way up to the northeastern part of of Canada, you know, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, they come Nova south. Scotia. And I, I just, I wonder what, what these air traffic control guys do when they're dictating the airspace. You mean to tell me that there Playing was just no games. way to go directly over the Atlantic right. to uh, get a shorter route? I mean, I, I don't... A lot of traffic at 40,000 nautical miles in? That flight should only be six That's hours. I mean, was it just was there a backup? Was there a construction or something? <laughs> Is uh, are the whales causing some waves that are too much for the plane to travel? <laughs> that should only be a six-hour flight, roughly yeah, six hours. What if Trump comes out and says, "Not only am I going to build a wall, I'm going to build a bridge." Bridge. <laughs> I'm going to build. I'm going to build a gate. The whole world's money. It'll to be build five thousand miles long, yeah. and the French are going to pay for it. <laughs> And the whales are going to pay for it. And the Germans are going to build it. Payback. <laughs> and the yeah, aliens are going to administer it. No. No, that's good. <laughs> the aliens. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Let us know uh, what you think's going on. Want to kick things off with a little local news. Um, a lot of news going on this week, but I want to ask you guys, have you seen this about Richard Simmons here in Los Angeles? Yeah. Briefly, yes. he's in the hospital. That's all I know. Hospitalized for erratic behavior. Ali, when I read the article overseas that he was in the hospital, he was actually dead the next day. Mm. Oh, yeah. Simmons is still alive. Hopefully his condition is not as critical. Erratic behavior. Shouldn't he have been hospitalized like 40 years ago? I mean, he's always been kind of weird. I'll tell you, I met Richard Simmons at a party two years ago, and he was the weirdest guy I ever met in my life. And you would think he'd be weird anyway, but... He was just very odd. I remember I was at this house. Oh, yeah. He came in with, like, some people. And I was like, oh, it's Richard Simmons. Hey, how you doing? He goes, Hi, hi. How are you? I said, good. I'm actually leaving right now. He goes, why? I said, I, I don't know, because I, I want to go home. <laughs> like, I'm not having fun. It, like, I'm, I'm done. He's like, that's weird. I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm Wait, trying to get so to my car. Like he, when he's not on camera he and he's not working out. He sounds kind of miserable, depressed. Mm. He looked like very he sad. Valiums knocking him back with scotch or something. Yeah, he looked very sad. Uh, what, what for? He, I, th- I think he uh, thought it was like a Halloween party because he was dressed so weirdly, but I think that's just how he dressed. He had like know, makeup on like, and like velvet weirdness. How he was back in the 80s, you know, with his fitness tapes and mm-hmm. his appearances, and he was just so full of energy you know he was just crazy it's almost like he used up all the energy that like a human yes. is allotted in a lifetime and now it's just he walks around like just a a a, a two on a scale of one to ten of who he can right. be right you know energy right. wise it's just all gone and he's kind of just slowly he's completely spent he's right. done right. tapped completely out completely washed out out of control you know, kicked his- I'll kick this coverage, as they say. What was his thing? Uh, sweating to the oldies. Uh, and I think his the big curly fro is even receding. Oh, yeah. it's like not even real hair anymore. I think it's kind of like spray paint and fishing wire. <laughs> <laughs> He's always always looked kind of sickly, even when he was like his prime. You're like, oh, that guy's out of control. He was I never mean, like this. Fit, like jumping r- jacks and knee lifts. 
Yeah, just bouncing around. Yeah, but I'll just, bet his real remedy for staying thin is he probably just starves himself or pukes. <laughs> Speaking of uh, weirdos in the but news, you guys see? You guys see Prince? They found out why Prince died. The yeah. fentanyl. Michael Jackson isn't that like the same thing? Yeah. It's like fifty yeah, times know. more stronger than heroin. That's what right. you give like severe car accident victims to stop like chronic pain. He he was like taking that like it was. Similar to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was on that stuff that they only give you in surgery. It's only for knocking you out to get, like, a heart transplant. He was taking it, like, every night. The combination of pills that Heath Ledger had was probably around the same amount of power to just shut your heart off. Yeah. Right. That guy had, like, eight pills in his system. I mean, like, five different kinds of Xanax. and. Yes. He had quite the cocktail. He had quite the concoction. Is uh, <laughs> speaking of news, is anything exciting going down there in the beach of Boynton? Tropical depression forms. Tropical storm warnings for Florida west coast. <gasps> Yet again, the other direction. So weird. The third tropical depression of 2016 storm season has formed off the Yucatan Peninsula, according to the NHC or the National Hurricane Center. Uh, they issued a tropical storm warning for the west coast of Florida, stretching from Indian Pass in the Panhandle to Inglewood, which is just west of Port Charlotte. So this thing looks pretty nasty. And it, and is it a tropical like depression s- when the hurricane's like, I don't really want to like rain today? <laughs> I don't want to. It's a tropical really depression here. Like I'm, I'm bringing in the suicide. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just need some fentanyl. So this depression going If you don't hate me, you hate your father. Yeah, that should be the most severe type of tropical storm is the depression. It should really supersede a hurricane where it just rains so long that people kill themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can't take this water out, anymore. Out of the subject, but, you know, that's what yeah. Seattle is known for. I'll be honest with you. The weather in Bavaria sucks. I oh, saw really? oh, does it? Sunshine. It's cold. Ugh. It rains all the time. It never stopped raining in the summer. It snows a lot, of course. Oh man! In the winter time, but was it cold when you were there? Yeah, when we first arrived, it was, and it, it did warm up. But by the you know the end of the day, it gets darker a little bit later. There, you're looking at sunset around nine o'clock. Um, oh, weird. Yeah. Wow. The weather just was was crap. So wait, what was it? Like 40s? At night it dropped down. I I did experience some some weather in the 40s. And we're talking, you know, this was the end of May. Um, By the daytime, it did reach into the 70s a couple of days. We did did have some really lovely weather for maybe two or three days. Hmm. But by and large, the weather sucks. And it is depressing. And a lot of Americans move there because they... You know, fall in love with German women. <laughs> Four lines. Oh, well, yeah. I met, I met a guy who had been, he was like from Ohio and he had been living in Germany since like 1979. Wow. Um, wow. He said, uh, so did you ever feel like going back to Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I like being there. I got now. I, said, oh. I guess Ohio is. I don't know how you could do it. It's not yeah. very pleasant weather. Are you tapped back into America? I was going to ask you what the news is up there, but you probably don't really know what's going on. Don't. I, I, I actually have no idea what's happening in New York City right now. Well, they changed the name while you were gone. It's now uh, I just York City. And uh, they yeah, banished hipsters. And... No, I don't know, man. That's. Uh, I want to ask you a question about Germany, though. I've always wanted to go there. I imagine you, you had a lot of time, or you had some time, I guess, to go do a little sightseeing. Mm-hmm. Did you see anything that really stood out? Working. Oh good portion of it but i had about five days off yeah nice uh, limited transportation i did rent a car uh twice while i was over there and i'm actually on that note going to put up a blog uh one of the vehicles i rented was a Peugeot. Peugeot, Peugeot. yeah and uh, i gotta tell you fine Fridge. automobile no reason it can't come back to the states i'm going to talk about that in my next blog so come to this blogger and uh i'll I was curious what happened to that. I went there the other day and I saw it wasn't updated because you know you can travel and you can't do it. I know. We're gonna we're gonna get back to it. I just had to. The the Peugeot or the Renault, two great cars they should bring to the U.S. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about that in the next one. Yeah. 
Uh, what else? Uh, you would ask about... So, did you see anything that really stood sets. out, exciting-wise, with the uh, sites? I did try to get down to the Eagle's Nest, but I had to abort that mission, and I'll save it for another time. I was about four hours away from it, and yeah, uh, my time off was very limited, so... Yeah. I remember no. I rented a car one day, and I didn't. Act, I was off to kind of a late start. I was trying to find um, somebody to go with that I was there with, and yeah. of course, but he was too busy; schedules conflicted. So I uh, ended up going solo. But it was late in the day, and by the time I'd gotten halfway there, the Eagle's Nest is so high up in the Austrian Alps that. To get there, you have to take special transportation. When you get to the city outside of Salzburg, it's called Bogartschlieffenluch. Oh. or something. <laughs> um, didn't happen. Yeah, so I said they're, they're they're probably closed by now. I have to work tomorrow. It's not yeah. going to work for me. I'll I'll save it for the next trip. Gives me something. To, you, you're going to bring back some of Hitler's silver. So I didn't see the. But I did see Nuremberg and I did see Munich. And I went to a couple of villages outside of where I was. And like the small villages of Bavaria. One of them was called Freihang. One of them was called uh, Wirsek. Dolby. This was kind of an interesting story. So I had gotten a train. Uh, nope, let me back up. I had meant to get a train. But the machine didn't take my card, and I was out of euros. Uh-oh. I was about 10 miles away, however many kilometers that is. I was never really good at um, converting. Looking at the wrong guy. Yes. So <laughs> I'm down in this little train station, and I'm thinking, oh, it's like the Long Island Railroad, I'm sure. I just, you know, swipe my card, get a ticket. Yeah, sure. But it didn't take my card. Oh, no. I was out of euros. <sighs> no bank in sight. Oh, and uh, oh, what am I gonna do now? So this cab just dropped me off at the train station. I was gonna go to Nuremberg that particular day, and uh, that didn't happen. So I actually ended up walking all the way back to where I came oh. from, which was again about a good oh. ten miles. The adventure oh my gosh. was in. Uh, and I'll tell you, it was probably it felt like closer to twenty miles because I kept walking around looking for a bank, and by the time I did find one to uh, withdraw cash from. I said, I don't want to go anywhere. It's, it's so late. I just, I got to work the next day. I'm not going out and uh, we're right. just going to yeah. the day. So my it's big adventure was the long hike of, of about, I want to say 15 to 20 miles. Oh my Along gosh. the way, I, I, this is where I first on a day off. little villages. I'm walking back to where I came from. There's not a cab in sight. There's no Uber. So I'm, I'm walking it. Brutal. And oh my God. Yeah, no Uber. Could help me out. With getting lunch, because <sighs> there was no place that was open. I was really looking forward to that. You know, find a little, you know, little mom and pop hole in the wall, and yeah, maybe get some on, strudel, have some schnitzel, and, and sip on a brew. Yeah. But nobody, nobody works during the day. I don't understand all these guys, and they're loaded. Sounds like California. Everybody drives a Benz or a Beamer, what? right? What or a Porsche? Nazi sleds. And they don't work. These, they just they, the Germans don't work at least in Bavaria, right. and their hours that they keep in their shops are, are very limited. They really they don't open until like five o'clock, so there's no place to get lunch. Yeah, we're not about quantity; we're about quality, efficiency. Right, so I pretty much starved for that whole fifteen miles. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the heads up. You don't serve dinner. I have to make it here. <laughs> So uh, oh, that's I the worst. Walking, I'm walking. I'm looking at. I don't have any service, but I could get on my my Google map at least the arrow and the direction and where my location. Oh, and I'm geez. like, oh my god! I've still I've been walking for two hours. I probably have another two to go. Oh, so, uh, that's so brutal, <laughs> especially on a day off. And I passed that's a couple of places, but they were they just they weren't open. <sighs> what yeah, day of the week was off. this? This is probably on a, I don't know, Tuesday, I think. Oh, so it's during the it's during the week, the work week. There's no excuse what for these f- places to be closed. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> what footwear are you wearing on this trek? Oh yeah, good call. I had my Pumas, my Ferrari Pumas, which took oh. a beating, and they were expensive, and now they're probably going to be thrown out. Oh, but better they than like you know. 
penny loafers. Yeah, high <laughs> right, heels. Right. Not, exactly. Yes. Good question. Uh, but they were, you know, they're not really they meant for hikes. Those sneakers. Right. They're more or less. They're tennis sneakers that I have, and, and um, they're tenors. more or less for show. But people uh, in Pittsburgh uh, call them tenors. And your cell phone works over there, obviously. It only um, worked for text messages. Okay. Uh, and it did work. I could make calls, but I'm like, you know, I'm not paying 20 cents a minute. No. So uh, I'm just always curious about that with the service and uh, Sprint or whatever you have, how uh, how it works in other countries. Oh, yeah. When is it all just going to be the same damn thing? Right. Right. Exactly. What the global one network? G one. Uh, that was that was quite an adventure. So after that. Um, all the traveling I did was buy a rental car. Now, the town you were in, uh, it's in Bavaria. That's the north eastern part of Germany? No, it's in the southern part. Bavaria's in the south. It's uh, east. We were, I was about Bavaria. less than an hour from the Czech Republic. Oh. Kind of on, almost on that Czech border. So how far were you from, like, Munich? Was that the biggest city? Yeah, Munich was closest. Far. Munich was about three hours. Okay. Yeah. Three-hour drive, kind of thing. They call it. Oh. What do they call it? They pronounce it Munchen. 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 Did you see where Munchen. they had the Nuremberg trials uh, building? Is that something that's like a thing? I don't know if that was a courthouse or not, but I, I thought I did. <laughs> I only drove around so much until, uh, of course, I was with a group of people and trip to, to Nuremberg. And. Um, we stopped at this castle. There's a really nice castle. I threw some pictures up. And I'll put them on the podcast or media page. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, it's a pretty impressive view with those uh, at the Nuremberg Castle. But I don't know where exactly the trials were. There's a Nazi museum there. I didn't bother to go to it. I mean, yeah. it's no information you could get there that you can't get at the Holocaust Museum in D.C. Right. But Right. <laughs> Nazi museum. Interesting. Yes, which is a very a word you have to use very carefully. Oh, I bet. Oh, really? It's actually a crime. Yeah, it, it's a crime to, of course, have a swastika. It's a crime yeah. to um, say anything anti-Semitic or refer to the war as, as if you know what, what they did was it, if you're in support, if you're pro. Oh, like, World War Two yeah. Nazi era. And what it's... about like Hitler? Like, what if I go over there and say, "Hey, Hitler!" Yeah, yeah, you want to be an careful. Idea. You don't want to do that. Wow. Hey, I can imagine. Yeah. You can't do the the Sikh Well, there goes Rush Limbaugh's chance of moving to Germany. Your arm in the air. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny you know, if like you, um, you had to stretch, like your rotator cuff was hurting, and you had to wave your arm and like swarm him. No, no, no! I'm not, I'm not for my hurts. <laughs> One of the wrestlers, John Bradshaw Layfield, he went by JBL. He was a, he was a villain, uh, and you know they were over in Germany wrestling, and he got into the ring and and he did that salute. He went like this and got in like a lot of trouble. Too. Oh, he did the high five. Yeah, but people got I mean people got pissed, but not that mad. I uh, I can't wait to to get into this. Yes. I want to bring up the. That's uh... backwards. <laughs> Scardy just wants to go get a drink. I think we should yeah. uh, take this moment to say tweet us. Tweet on Twitter at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think. Please always listen to all of the shows for free on iTunes and on Podbean. Uh, John and I, you're listening to NPR. John and I are about to make some soda cookies. And rockabye, baby. That'd be a funny sketch. A guy's driving to work and he's listening to NPR. And you hear that guy like, all right. And he falls asleep and causes like a 22-car pileup. But you got to talk about something that's completely like, you know, bizarre. Yeah. Like, and last night I woke up at 3 a.m. and uh, peed by the bush. And the newspaper guy came and saw me and then we did our normal thing. It's uh, 4.52 p.m. here East Coast time. You're listening to NPR this morning, just to feel alive. I took a pair of scissors and jabbed them into my thigh. That made me feel again. I haven't felt anything in 22 years. You're listening to NPR, the soda bread hour. I'm now eating some cookies. We're making fun of NPR. And uh, right now we're going to hear from Les Borden, 
who's the director of shoes over at the Northeast. Makes <laughs> <laughs> you fall asleep at the wheel. A local cobbler. <laughs> so we got to mention the greatest, of course, died this week. Mm-hmm. Right. Boxing legend Muhammad Ali, one of the world's greatest sporting figures. I think one of the most recognizable persons uh, ever. Um, yeah. Obviously passed away after a long illness and uh, respiratory problems and Parkinson's in Phoenix. Um, yeah. Interesting thing about him, too, he was just, I think his real legacy lied outside of the ring just as much as the inside. He was just a colorful guy all around and um, tremendous athlete. I'm a bad man. He was the rock. He was the the character that the rock became super famous and made wrestling popular again. He was literally just imitating Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali's like real persona. Yeah. Like that's who he was. He was he was God, what lightning in a bottle in so many different ways. It's it's mind blowing. Well, he was like twenty years old or something when he won his first gold medal when he was still Cassius Clay. Um, right. And then At the Olympics. I didn't know this. He was banned from boxing for like three years in the 60s because of uh, oh, yeah. avoiding the draft. It's a draft dodger. So they, they could have been – I mean he could have even been greater if that's even possible than he was. Those were like prime years that he lost for boxing. It's yeah. like when, when Jordan tried to play baseball. It's like, yo, he probably could have won eight titles in a row yeah. right. if he didn't I mean, take just, two maybe. years off. Yeah. <laughs> now he – he beat some yeah, of the that was actually a big part of the Ali movie, which he plays himself. Oh. Um, it wasn't really a documentary, but it was, you know, made up footage. But it, it more or less was a mockumentary, I guess. Except he's really playing himself, and uh, they touch on this, of course, the draft, and he gets into it with a lot of people who used to be fans and the public criticism, and. Uh, when he's being questioned about it, just, uh, just uh, I just think killing people is against my Muslim religion. I'd just rather go to jail. I ain't got no problem with those Viet Cong. You know what I said? <laughs> I ain't got no yeah. problem with those Viet Cong. I mean, what the heck were we doing over there anyway? Isn't that the weird? The, that's the whole thing. Like, we yeah. weren't supposed to be there anyway. What, and but it was Malcolm X kind of got his claws into uh, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali at a young Muhammad age. Ali, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Don't, don't get into this. Don't. He got uh, his talons in him. Talon. Yeah. Don't get in there and you know stay out of this. And he, he did that. And I guess when he got back, he won a fight again, and then he lost a few and he struggled. And then he beat, I think it was 1975, George Foreman, who at the time they said threw like the deadliest punch. And yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I love Ali the beats. fight again. Him versus Biggest. Lyle Alzado, and I really wanted to see Lyle Alzado knock him out. Who was this? Lyle Alzado did an exhibition against Lyle Alzado back in like 1979, I think. Okay. And um, yeah, and uh, oh, yeah. You know, Lyle, Lyle Alzado wanted to prove that he was tougher than King Kong. He wanted to take on the uh, the greatest, the great one. Yeah. So he. They set up an exhibition match. Oh. And didn't he pop them in the first round? He well, I, he almost I, I, knocked them down. He thought Ali was joking, and Ali was right, like, "Right, he's playing he around with them." And then, yeah, right, and Ali says, he goes, I, don't, I didn't know where I was for fourteen rounds after he punched right, me." Right, and then Ali says, "All right, well, you want to?" <laughs> he goes, "Oh, okay. okay. This is what I do." Yeah, right. This, this is, is what I do. Just, he would just punch him, punch him, punch. Was but yeah that would Muhammad Ali would he have beaten Mike Tyson in his prime? I don't know. I didn't watch him. I don't know. I mean, he had the height advantage on him. I mean, oh yeah, about six three. I want to say. I always said that the best fighter that ever lived was Lennox Lewis. That's my personal opinion. Big guy. Really unbeatable because he was so big. Yeah, and he had a long jab. He was Uh, one of those guys that made. He kind of turned boxing boring because it's like, well, who can right. compete with this guy? And, then, and after he retired, it pretty much done because Tyson tried to make yeah. him come back like 05 and, and it was a big joke. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now you have these two big Russian brothers, but people don't really care as much anymore. I think um, on Tyson Ali in both their primes, if Tyson caught him with one of those punches in the first round, he could have knocked him out. 
Because I think mm -hmm. he could have knocked anyone out with that that punch. That yeah, he I don't did. think yeah. he could beat Tyson in his prime when he was in his game. He was he was a monster. But if Ali could last three rounds, he would whoop him. Yeah, he would. He would toss. He would, yeah. it would be. It would be a mental thing, and Tyson would be would be out of gas. But once Tyson lost the first time to James He'd Buster Douglas, he was just really Bumping. done. Done. Yeah. I mean, he he didn't really make much of a comeback. I mean, took on a he comes out of jail, takes on this guy what McNeely, and yeah, was kind of a joke fight, sort of white, set up. Don't call but it a comeback. He, He's been here then for he years. Goes after Holyfield, and they had the big back and forth. And then uh, he, and they went. went yeah, three. yeah, that whole thing. And then uh, he took on Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis beat the snot piss and shit out of him. Yeah, that was like the worst I've ever seen Tyson get beat. He just like yeah, he's jumped around the ring. He took a beating. Yeah, he stood. He, he got bruised and battered so bad, and Lennox Lewis didn't have. Oh yeah. Scratch. Isn't that when he said, "I broke my back. My back yeah. is broken." <laughs> Spinal. <laughs> and he's standing there talking to the reporter. <laughs> Mike, what happened out there? I broke my back. And my then back his last fight, he oh. took on this big Irish guy who was like six foot six. Yes. Oh, and yeah. he's trying to say at the end of the fight, you know, I, I, it's time for me to retire. I, I want to, for me to be fighting this kind of a fighter. It's just not fair to fans. Oh, yeah, he's like, this guy sucks. I shouldn't be boxing him. I should be fighting, even though he whooped my ass. Yeah, I shouldn't be yeah. fighting. I'm above him. I'm better than him. What are you going to do? Uh, some of the places that Ali held his fights to were interesting. You know, like today it's just Vegas and... New York, and I mean, his fights, some of the biggest fights were Lewiston, Maine, um, parts of the South, uh, Zaire, Africa, um, like Lewiston, Maine is where he got the title. I didn't know. I mean, that's just such a random town up in Maine that even have a arena for boxing. It's interesting, some of these places he's getting his uh Yeah, it's not fights. like today where, well, I or not today necessarily because boxing has sort of taken a backseat to UFC. But even UFC, uh, your your primary battleground is, is always going to be Vegas. That's just the fighting city. And yeah. Yeah. at one time, Atlantic City was the other. But uh, I, I don't know how much gas is left in Atlantic City to be hosting anything anymore. No. no. Shit the bed. A little loose. Yes, but, uh, the tooth. But yeah, back then, you know, you boxers, fighters would tour the states and the world, like in Manila, Philippines. Oh yeah, have it out there in the middle of the jungle. The thriller in Manila. The thriller in Manila. Now he saved. <clears throat> he saved. Uh, after he left, he saved a guy's life here in 1991 from committing suicide. You guys heard this story? Uh, somebody was trying to commit suicide, and Muhammad Ali kind of talked him down and said, like. You know, I'm your brother, and this and that, all in video. Um, he was a big philanthropist. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Tried to get, try to get, you know, get back after his years. And it said that he was uh, his Parkinson's could have been a result from being knocked in the head thousands of times. Um, I yeah, sad, I don't know, you know how anybody gets hit in the head by George Foreman and Joe mm -hmm. Frazier that many times, and even mm -hmm. Ken Norton. Like the biggest of the big heavyweights, like the your biggest brain boxers in the history of boxing, smashed his head around more than anybody. Yeah, because he was always champ. Yeah. Gosh, brain his damage. Brain I mean, is probably just like upside down in his skull. And a lot of these guys later in life, the, the problems you're going to see with them just get. I mean, it's their brains yeah. turn to like jelly almost. I mean, yeah, our brains turn to jelly without them being smacked up against our skull wall. Yeah, right. without Adderall, like I'm drilling on the floor. <laughs> so rest in peace Muhammad Ali I guess his funeral yeah, was held apparently the whole world Kentucky. is coming to Louisville right now yeah. oh yeah Louisville. What, is there bad blood between yeah. him and Louisville I heard someone mention that the other day they were like he's going back to Louisville his hometown yeah I, well I mean it was the south and, and it was during the Jim Crow years that he sort of erupted Sampra that's true um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it has anything to do with that, but I don't know if something still. specific happened to. Well, I'd imagine being a a good old uh, African American from the South that turned Muslim and is black. A lot of those mm -hmm. good old boys probably didn't mm -hmm. like him very much, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Can't you smell the condescension in the air? <laughs> You're standing 50 feet by a statue of a Confederate soldier holding a rifle. Hey, speaking of the juice, you guys hear this? You guys hear this? Our prayers have been answered. A matter from heaven. Lord hath come. The juice. What's the deal with the juice? There's another show coming out in June this month. I only caught wind of it, but I'm I'm dying. I'm hanging on it. I want to know all about it, but uh, I'm excited. Who knew? Who knew 2016 would be the year of two remarkable O.J. Simpson retrospectives? A few months ago, FX, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, A Crime Story, brought fresh relevance to its dramatization of the trial of the century. But as Emmy-worthy as that cable series was, it will rank as the second-best look at Simpson's fall from grace once the documentary series O.J. Made in America debuts at 9 p.m. Saturday on ABC, with subsequent episodes airing on ESPN through June 18th. Damn! So it's like a a six-part series, I think? There was an... an Exciting. USA Today was it? Uh, somebody was reading a paper on the plane, and uh, she passes one of the pages to a guy next to me, just you know, randomly. Hey, do you want to read this? And buddy opens it up next to me, and he's showing me a picture of the photograph that could have sealed his fate had it been brought into the trial. And I said, oh yeah, I that's saw the, that. the photo with the Bruno Mollies. Yeah, when he was. Um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't really news to Bigly. me. This was already brought up. Um, during the the civil trial, it was the two the shoes that he said I I would never wear those ugly ass shoes. Yeah, and uh, of course the civil attorney for uh, the Goldman oh, yeah. said, "Oh yeah, because right here, what well, what are these?" And he was on like uh, Fox ESPN's uh, commentating, and he was wearing those exact shoes. Yeah, I read, right. read that. Shoes. So there was an article that they just published. I think it was USA Today that he was reading. Um, I don't know why uh, that that became news, but people they just have juice fever. Yeah, Enormous it's a huge scope. fever that show. This um, is this is well said. Enormous in scope and yet laden with specific details. This epic project from the producers of ESPN's Thirty for Thirty covers Simpsons' life in its entirety. Those Thirty for Thirty things they do on sports teams or athletes is really really yeah. good. So yeah. I'm pretty excited that these guys are doing this. For the Jews, they collect video from like you know, other countries that's buried in the ground thirty oh, feet deep. They uncan the, the the you know. Maybe they, stuff not, maybe they no have the, the murder weapon. They found the knife. Yeah, right. right, they're gonna that's gonna come out just for the ratings. So is this like a documentary or is this like with actors? Is it produced show? I bet it's gonna do both. I bet they're gonna do reenact documentary. Some look alike. Yeah, right. I'm O.J. Simpson. No, sir, yeah. you're not. You're not. I am. Baby. Oh, Seth McFarlane. Uh, no, this it's, is interesting. It's like a documentary. It's a documentary. Using more than 70 interviews. You're right. Yeah. They they dig up stuff that was like, you know, people thought was together destroyed. to tell lawyers, hey, it was all there in front of you. Why don't you use this? Right. You screwed. The lawyer did it. It's an arc that soars to the heights of his sports idolatry and then plummets. To the incarcerated, repudiated man of today, who's seen in a parole board video reciting his prison good deeds and clinging to his old beloved image. Oh, there's like a video out there where he's like, I'm a good man, I swear it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, do I it. two people, but I'm a good man. I could never. I would never. I would never. So that's definitely something to look forward to. i tell you what else I got to look for. Don't spoil anything for me, but... Uh, I'm going to catch up on all the Fear of the Walking Dead that I missed. Missed about three episodes. Oh, oh the fun ending. Good ending. Good, yeah. cool ending. Couple bad Oh, so it's over. OJ's in it. Over. Okay. Well, it's the mid-break, you know. It'll pick oh, back up after. Oh, mid-break, right. Yeah. Right. right. Finishes in the fall. I got to catch up with that too, man. I'm like two episodes behind. Pretty badass shit that goes down. Does OJ make an appearance on Fear of the Walking Dead? Does he come out and stab <laughs> the zombies and get away with it? How does that work? Listen to this, where the People vs. O.J. began with the 94 murders of Nicole and Ron uh, and basically ended with Simpson's 95 acquittal. O.J. Made in America spends the bulk of its first episode in the 60s, back when a kid from a poor neighborhood in San Francisco got a scholarship to the spa-like campus of the University of South- Southern California. There, Simpson became a college football hero whose miraculous moves 
especially a 64-yard run to win the USC-UCLA grudge match, elevated him to a Heisman Trophy winning legend. Gosh. And then I noticed that they did a remake of Roots. I wonder if he does a cameo from his prison cell. Oh, yeah. How did that do? I don't know. I was watching um, some show the other day, and the entire thing was... It was it was a World War Two documentary, and it was like Roots begins in eight hours forty two minutes, and I was like, oh okay, but they kept it on there like a countdown. I'm like, Ugh, uh, I get it. We don't need the. It's not New Year's. Like if I want to watch Roots, I can watch it. I can set a DVR. I can tune in. I don't need to. It was it was like it, it was huge. Like in the bottom right of the screen, there's like Easy mm-hmm. Company talking about you know. We dropped a World War Two, and then it's like Roots begins in seven minutes, and they would like flash it, like highlight it every few minutes, so you wouldn't like lose. Them. <laughs> okay, thanks. Yeah, I like clicked on guide, and before I could like you know scroll through, my whole screen was just like a Roots advertisement. I was like, ah, uh, how do I get out of this? You go to kiss your fiance, and a paper falls out of her mouth, and it says like Roots is on in three hours. You're like, enough. Right, Roots is coming. Roots is coming. I uh. I can't wait for that OJ thing, man. I just want them to keep doing it. I don't care how much yeah. you can't do anything else with the story additionally. Just keep rehashing the same thing. I'll watch keep, it. Keep rehashing. If he gets out of jail, yeah, all right. So what's done is done. Put him on the air again. I know people don't like to see criminals get in the airplay, but he only makes a fool out of himself anyway. It's good for everybody. Yeah. I think if there's any time in history that he could get out of prison and, and go in the air, it would be now. Like, 15 years ago, no way. But I think now, with all the reality TV and shit, right. that people would, that'd be fine. Jump them on. Pay them. Start off with the podcast, You know, love to have one as a guest. <laughs> yeah. He has to say. Yeah. It's the best way to get a very open-minded audience to be on your side. Yes, yeah, a great way to get a, a culturally diverse, unequivocally open-minded uh, listenership. So, you got... uh, I noticed, by the way, while I was gone, segueing to another topic, that you had a busy, busy week with the family, right out there in Malibu and Beverly Hills. I don't want to talk about it. No, it was great. <laughs> it was good. It was, it was fun. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. That was good. Yeah, took, the family was in town. Took them to uh, the tourist sites. Went to Hollywood and Highland and reminded myself why I've only been there three times in seven years. It sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, went to Malibu, saw the tar pits, which I've never seen before, which is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, did the, did the whole thing. It's funny when you're driving around um, Los Angeles with people who haven't been here before because you can kind of show them the best of what it is. And then once in a while, like it'll rear its ugly head. What is that guy doing? Oh, that's just an actor. He's scratching at the window asking for money. Let's just go. Um, but it was cool, though. It was good times. Drank a lot of beers, had a lot of food. Uh, tell you what, Hollywood and Highland is a real shithole. Um, and anybody that's been out here can tell you the Walk of Fame and all that. You can, you know, take a good picture, uh, see the Chinese theater or whatever. But after that, it's just shopping. There's like a gap there, a lot of yeah. bumps. It's not a nice place. No, it isn't. I mean, do you think that the stars really visit their own? stones after they uh, never. make their print. Never. Not once. Not even a little bit. We got out of the car and I said if anybody you know tries to take a picture or give you anything just say no. It's filled with scams. Sure right. shit. It's like over in New York with the CDs and the CDs. The that's what it was. This guy came up to my brother. Hey what's your name? Here's my CD. How about a CDs. donation? I just took it out of his hand. I said nope I'm a local. These are my family. Like Take your yeah. take your CDs. I'm not. We're not playing this game. Yeah. What if the do that? They do it. They do it in Times Square all the time, and you know, the when CD I get scam? mouthy back with them. They they think I'm stupid. Like, no, <laughs> what what? How dumb do I look to you? Right. I, I need know. a donation because it's not actually it's selling it. They're not. So. Right. They can get away with that. They'll tell you it's a gift. Why the CD scam? I mean, nobody listens to CDs in 2016. Nobody listens to CDs anymore. Why is that? I don't know. They're obnoxious. Those yeah. that scam. They should obnoxious. be shot. Honestly. Yeah, it's just equivalent to. Uh, I'll tell waving. you one thing that was nice about Germany: no riffraff. Really? I don't know how else to put it, but there were no dirty ghetto neighborhoods that I was in where. Nice. Um, 
you know, you had to deal with that kind of vagrancy. That's a clean it's actually, ship. It pays really to be homeless in that country because apparently they do get paid to be homeless. Really? So they get a uh, they get a paycheck. They, they get a monthly stipend for being homeless. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like we need to go to Germany. <laughs> you had a good time over there, though. I did. I was ready to come home. I mean, yeah. It seemed three weeks is a long time to be anywhere. It was a long time to be there. Yeah. That's a long time. I, I was pretty exhausted. Most of it was spent working and yeah, uh, you know, long days. How's the jet lag? Are you back to normal? Or are you still? I don't know. Messed up. I'll find out throughout <laughs> the know. week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I did wake up at around five thirty in the morning and um, said, well, "Well, this would be normal. Actually, it'd be yeah. normal six hours ahead, but this is about the time that I'd be up." Wow, and not awake, just just rising. I mean to say, I mean awake and, and already up. Oh wow, yeah, that's an unholy hour to be awake. Yeah. And up. Have you been out since you've been home? Or did you did you go out and get a beer or anything, or you just kind of went out to dinner last home? night? Yeah, um, for Mrs.'s birthday, and uh, happy birthday. Sure the the Mrs. Day. just had her birthday. Three days ago. And oh. Of course, the anniversary is tomorrow. Ooh. Feliz cumpleaños and feliz aniversario. We celebrated the wedding day a year ago tomorrow on the air. Was it a year since then? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Wow. Celebrated on the it doesn't day. seem that long ago. I mean, that's not long, but... <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Hey, yeah, have a good time. Yeah. You better be on the show tomorrow as so we make fun of everything. Get loose. Stop <laughs> So I'm gonna be. I should do a proper Photoshop. I think for the. Uh, I think yes. more. Yes. What else you got in the docket today? Anything else you want to chitter chatter about? Oh, um, hmm. I don't know. I don't don't know what's going on in baseball. Can't talk about that because I'm not following it. I'll tell you what. I don't know what's going on. It is movies. Somebody asked oh. me last night, are you going to go to the movies? I said, I don't know what's playing. Captain America, I guess? Oh, yeah, everybody was talking about it. And the X-Men movie. Everybody, yeah. even in Germany, in fact, it was all over the place, the X-Men movie. You know what I finally got to, around to seeing? Um, a, couple of movies, a couple of films that were on the, the all right. plane. All right, let's have a little recap. For, on the way over there, I finally got to see The Revenant. Oh, how was it? And I haven't seen it. I thought it was brilliantly done. I was really impressed by the, of course, the acting, um, but also the cinematography and uh, yeah, the, just the, the amazing wildlife. I don't know if it was real or not, but it looked pretty real. The bear. But, uh, I thought the movie was incredibly boring. Really? I wasn't into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bored to death. I'm curious Did it about. Deserve all the awards it got? Absolutely. There's a lot of boring movies too. Yeah, but I was not terribly entertained. Is it like um, have you ever seen The Road with Viggo Mortensen? The Road. No, it... I, I didn't see it. Okay, but I know the movie you're talking about. Because that's kind of a that's a cool movie, but it's it's a lot of it's boring. It's a guy just walking around in like the wasteland. Right. And I'm wondering if it's like that, where it's like, that a good movie, but thing. it's a man on a quest, spends a lot of time by himself. So there's very yeah. little dialogue in the film. I just wasn't crazy about it. On the way back, I finally saw Creed. Which, oh, how was uh, it? It was it was incredible. And um, really, I, I hate to say it was fighting back the tears all the way through. But oh, of course, when wow. you grow up on Rocky and you just see this man deteriorating, you're like, oh boy. yeah, that it is feels sad. like it's all so real. That is sad. And yeah, I finally saw hard. Zoolander too. So I, I caught up on some films on the plane. Did you say you saw Zoolander too? I did, yeah. Is it good? I mean, is it... Yeah, it was good. Yeah? I liked the first one better, but it was good. It's Merman, Dad. Merman. <laughs> I'm curious about Creed. I'm glad you said that was good. Uh, it was good. It's worth watching this. Yeah, that's what you want to hear. The, uh... uh Revenant, that was boring. Yeah, that's kind very, of a letdown. Very, very boring film. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't remember the last movie I saw. I think it was... Jurassic World, maybe? I don't know. It's been ages. Jeez. Welcome back. Sorry, guys. 
Had a bit of a snag in the kitchen. Is that bacon burning? Yeah. Like Really? Like paper burning in the back of the stove, like the, what the hell is it called? Toaster oven. Um, you know, like not a big deal, but kind of had to like get it out of the wall. Yeah, like, you don't want to get Yeah, and it like kind of made a mess all over the counter. Ooh. So Heather was like about to lose her mind. Oh, yeah, of course. Like she is on a daily basis. So what are we talking about? Well, we just recapped some of the movies Piscardi has seen on his trips. Oh, the yeah. Re- John, have you seen The Revenant? Yes. Finally, very recently. Is it boring? (laughs) It's exhausting. Yes, it was was very exhausting. Even when you have nothing else to do on an airplane but watch a film, my brain (laughs) was exhausted watching it. Even when you're just, basically you just sit there with, it's the least minimal thing you can do and it's exhausting. That's the worst. (laughs) It was just a very boring movie. (laughs) What else? Uh, Zoolander 2. I haven't seen that. Yeah. And, I haven't uh, seen Zoolander 2 and Creed. I, I did get around to seeing those two. Uh, I didn't see Creed. Was it good? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was incredible from what we hear. I did, yeah. And uh, as I was watching it, there's a, an actor I worked with a few years back that he seems to show up in a lot of the films that, that are filmed uh, either in New York, New Jersey, particularly Philadelphia. He's all, He's always in them. Uh, fine actor, guy named Brian Anthony Wilson. He had a walk on in the movie, and uh, it's always nice to say, oh, "Yeah, I know that guy. He's a he's a good guy, good actor." So, uh, uh, did he have lines? He was. Yes, yeah, he did. Oh wow! So it's Who usually the fun? same people that show up in all those movies that they shoot down in Philadelphia. Right. They, yeah, they just go from, from, from cheesesteak place yeah. to cheesesteak place. All right. Yeah. Throw him on camera. He's fine. We have some. Uh, we had a guest one time from that area, Philadelphia. That Mama Luke guy. He was. Uh, he's probably one of those oh. guys that hangs around those sets. Oh, oh gee. Oh, uh, you were. I don't oh. think you were on the air though. It was a quick hmm. one. John and I oh, patched yes, him in. Oh, Tony. Oh, Joey. All he did. All he was it Joey? Joey? Not Tony. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I listen, yeah, I was listening to that episode. Yeah, yeah, I think he might be from that area. I'd like to get his take sometime on Creed. He <laughs> yeah, was a... Uh, wasn't he like a model instructor or something? Acting teacher. Yeah, and... Uh, I, yeah, I acting I believe teacher. he said... He said he was a real badass, too, so maybe he's... He's probably sour that he couldn't have... Yeah, taking on Adonis Creed himself. He he's he's a really big badass. I know most of the LA gangsters that I know also double as moonlight as modeling teachers at nighttime because that's what you do when you're tough. Acting coaches. Yeah. Today we're going to be working on today we're going to be working on your 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 channeling of your inner actor. All right, let's talk about projection, people. Uh, he's very tough. Delivery, Mama Luke. His ac- the accents are what I remember the most from that interview. He did these awful yeah. accents, oh, yeah. and they always reverted to like a nineteenth century, like Cockney British yes. that was still bad. He'd be like, "I'm Australian, but what are you going to do?" They were all based in that that realm of accent. Yeah, we should try to patch They're him down. in here. Do you want to try to patch him in? Yeah. He listens to all the shows. Oh, does he? Alright, hold on. Can we can give we us a minute him? here? I gotta I gotta Skype him up. It'll take a second. Skype him up. Skype him up. Skype him up. Skype him up. Slash him up. Slash him. Billy's win eight one. Ever the Brewers. Aaron Nolan again. Where is this hey. guy? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna patch him up. Yeah, I'm going to patch him up like Sam Crow. Hey, did you see the Phillies wore the throwback uniforms against the Brewers the other night? That was cool. Yes, and the Brewers won them too. Yeah. They wore their own. The classics. Really cool. Yeah, let's see what we got so here. Cool. Totally cool. Oh, you're just dialing him in. Yeah, I think he's, he's connecting now. Skyping him in. Yeah, he's, he's trying to connect now, so anytime he's on, we'll just talk. His name Joey? Joey Mama Luke here. Joey, we were just singing Joey. your praises. Joey, oh. that, is, that is you. P Castle. Yeah. How, 
Welcome back. It's been a, it's been a minute. We were just talking about Creed. Triple, and... triple C's, bro. Oh, God. That's right. This that's why we haven't had you on in a while. We already agreed not to have him on. That's why I forgot ADD. Hey, we were just talking about Creed. Bro, bro, hold, hold on. Joey, Joey Mamaluke's got to take a quick five capiche. That's I got why. some acting take... students that they're, they're not feeling the core of the character, capiche. I got, give me one sec. That's why we haven't had him on in a while. Yeah, he's he's a complete idiot. He's an idiot. acting teacher, but he talks like... He's an acting teacher who can't act. Hey, Joey. Isn't that it? Yeah, Joey, were you in the movie Creed as like an teach, extra? I got to teach with my natural. And see, I'm a self-taught actor, as you guys know. And I just don't think these kids they don't they don't get it. Capiche? Capiche? They don't. They're not. They're not natural. You're natural. So, so, so what's what's uh, you guys probably want to know what I'm working on, right? You've been following me on the twit. <laughs> oh, we're following you. You are a twit. What are you working on? What's your what's your next blockbuster? So, yo, we're we're doing a sequel. Right to my Mortal Kombat beginning fish. No. We're Joey He's gonna actually bring Kano character back to life. He didn't really die, and he's gonna get revenge Ooh. on that Sonya Blade. So really tight. Some of my best work. So the fans really want him back. The the public outcry to have this character return us through the, the roof. most successful web series ever, Capiche. It's like a yeah, I don't know if that's true. Uh so you're, you're modeling an actor teacher, about right? Here on the Pea Castle. Uh, yeah. So Capice, Ma- Mama Luke is uh, an acting teacher or a modeling coach. I don't understand. Neither. Mama Luke is everything. He's a self-help guy, like a, a shepherd in a sort of way. You, you've been watching. You guys been following oh, me, right? On, on the tube. Oh, it's all I do. That's why, why I have a I, YouTube. I just installed a cane and air filter. Got a whole. Do-it-yourself video. Oh, good. Because those are hard to do anyway. I'm glad that you have a video on YouTube of how to exchange an air filter. Because it's hard to just open that cap and slide one out and in. But that's okay. But you're a good no actor. Doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, so you teach things that people already know how to do. Well, you know, check it. See, they, they not people don't know how to do things check the Joey Mama Luke way. Oh, 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 so you teach them how to put how your to be a retard. Like, like, check it how out. Make them out. worse. Right. <laughs> check it out. So when when, when it, it comes down to, uh, to to playing video games, you know Joey Mama Luke is is the king of the ring, right? So I I teach people. <laughs> I teach people how to how to take the shortcuts. Remember, like you wish there was a game genie. I am the game <laughs> genie. It's an old reference right there, Mama Luke. <laughs> you are a human. Game genie. So, you, so, if somebody's playing like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, sword. you can tell them how to like use a code to run faster. You're a magic Ch- whistle. So, right. so I'm glad you guys call me. Giant I, got, I got so many projects going. You, you guys, you guys know about. Uh, I told you my my secret upcoming deal that that I may have. With a really talented director, right? No, because it's secret. You just said so yourself. How would I know? Well, All right. Know. So you got a big deal coming up? Yeah, that's right. So it's a hush hush capiche. Oh. Is this a real deal or is this a Mama Luke fantasy? I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Is it a coupon? I'll be shooting down in Vineland, New Jersey, right? Capiche. Oh yeah, the Hollywood of the East. Is this like when you told us you filmed? You were in Mortal Kombat. It wasn't necessarily Mortal Kombat that we all remember. Yeah, that was a lie. No, but I mean, I'm t- I kind of spent truth. You guys remember when I did uh, when I did the remake of Daredevil and I played Bullseye? See, Joey Bamaluk puts a whole new spin. It's like they should have remade Spider-Man. They did remake it eight times. Again, and I think I think my my agent down in, in uh, Delaware in Wilmington. <laughs> He's gonna hook. We're we're talking right now to get some some bigger deals. The agent in Delaware, the DC films. Now that we got the Justice League, we're gonna be remaking a new one. Do you have the rights to these films to be making them? I'm pretty sure Disney has a pretty tight leash on the uh, the 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 universe. But hey, you know what? If your agent down in Delaware says he can do it, that's the article of the East. Yeah, maybe maybe if you're that shitty, you can do it, and Disney won't really care. They they won't want. To say anything, because they don't want to give him more attention. 
Right. Baba Luke, were you in uh, the movie Creed as an extra? We were just talking about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, actors from Philly. long and hard to get that role. I mean, it was a lot, Peach. <laughs> but no dice. And then, I don't no? understand it. I mean, you, you, guys seen my, you guys seen my photo spreads, right, in Gore Magazine? Uh, yeah. Um, I, we heard about that. Gore? Yeah, we've we heard did, about we, that. That and the New York Times it, are every dentist it, office it. I go to. I had all the triple Bs, triple Cs, ready <laughs> for that part. Take what on Joey Adonis What's a triple B? Babes? Beers and bitches. No, I'm seeing man. Bros. Come on, man. You guys huh? knew. Hey, you guys knew that movie was. It was don't dope. Even watch it, bro. I don't. Pcast. Joey Mamaluke was made for that movie. Mamaluke. Mamaluke, were you a fan <laughs> of Macho Man? Oh, bro. R.I.P. R.I.P. Much respect. <laughs> yeah, respect. Yeah, respect. <laughs> Good. Point. Mama Luke, uh, you're a phenomenal actor, as we've all seen from your YouTube videos. No, he's terrible. We, are you, uh, oh, are you eventually going to retire from get, acting and just teach it? No, I got some sides I got to get back to, boys. I just oh, I sure. gave some sides, sides. To, my, to my movie, are you Toy in the Story in the Attic, Playtime in Hell, and they're just not getting it. So i got to sign off, Capiche? Yeah, yo, thanks for joining us, Mama Luke. Thanks for calling, yo. Thanks, Mama, right, Luke. Mama Luke. Yeah, it was good checking in. We'll, we'll buzz you into the future. Thank you. I forgot we banned him from ever coming back. That was Mama Luke. But I wanted to know if he was in Creed or not. Apparently not. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it was a lock. Try to get Biss back on in a second. Is Biss still getting his wine? Uh-huh. I think he had a wine or something. No, he was there, but he was in the... I saw him walk away. So is he, he, off, the... is he off already? Oh, there he is. He was you, just a waste. You missed him. Like yeah. usual. Which is good. Consider yourself blessed. Right. Bad. He's bad, man, Mama <laughs> Luke. He's such a character. Right. Let's, let's check his Twitter out. You see, he takes himself seriously. Like, I think he really believes that he's, like, this great actor. Yeah. Very serious. And he'll make comments. Yeah. He'll make comments on YouTube, or, I mean, on Facebook, uh, you know, promoting friends and say award-winning yeah. director it's like right. hey you know the award ceremony Joe you had your garage doesn't count yeah. <laughs> the bargain barn it's so bad <laughs> the bargain barn. yeah the award ceremony you had at the gas station right. no at the car wash <laughs> the used car lot that yeah. is half closed because of a fire you had your saint recognition jude, there. saint jude caf cafeteria slash doesn't gym. count as award-winning slash stage Right. Let's see. Santa's secret shop. It's in a closet. Slash theater. Slash theater. <laughs> Slash Christmas bazaar. What's on the docket tonight for tonight, boys? What, you, what shows are you watching tonight? Game Thrones. of Thrones. As usual. Great show. Yeah. Can't wait. Claus was over <laughs> last night. He's okay. uh he he's watching Thrones. He's deep into it. He's all caught up on everything. Oh, oh it's amazing. It's great. He's moving to Florida, by the way. End of July. No way. Is that yeah. Where? Uh, Tampa. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Boynton yeah, Beach, actually. Beach. None other than Federal Highway. <laughs> <laughs> Federal Highway. This is the King's Highway. Uh, you guys want to put today in the W column? I think so. It's a good show. Slippery. We're back. We're back, finally. I'm in the sack. Last time I shaved my nut sack. How about that? How about It's every ACD song. How about a nice ballad, boys? Thank you. All right. See you. Humbuku Kanyeti Quinquos. Tweet us at the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle. Welcome back with... Deputy Mayor Michael Piscotti, Senior Lieutenant Officer John Hassinger, and Lady-in-Waiting Matthew Cluck. Tweet us at the podcast, at the underscore podcast, listen to us on iTunes and Podbean. This is Matthew Clark, John Hassinger, Michael Piscotti, saying good afternoon, everybody. See ya. That's me. And we are marching in the light, light of God. God. We are marching in the light.
Ceiling flew 